0: I was thinking to stop to play when I was in Brazil uh, because there is there is some things that is priceless like when you have a son or daughter to see the first steps of them. Yeah. You know? And then I remember my wife sent me a video of my daughter. She, look, the first step of Stella. And then I say, how I don't, I'm not there, you know.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Gents Talk Podcast coming from Miami at the Kimpton Epic Hotel here. Um, I've got a very special guest with me, a Brazilian national team player, Gabriel Gubela. I pronounced it right? Yeah. Fantastic. Perfect. Really excited to talk to you, man. I've I've been following your your story, and I just want to get to know who Gabriel is, the guy behind the the soccer player that people see online, right? You're a family man. You're a businessman. You played at some of the highest levels in Brazil, and you're in Miami now. So I want to know, who is Gabriel, but maybe we start with your story. Where did you start, and then how did you end up here?
0: Okay, so it's my pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank you. So, uh, Gabriel is like, a, was a little guy, you know, with the dream to be a soccer player. You know, I had I have my father, he was a huge soccer player. In, uh, Brazilian in, magic in, yeah, yeah, in Corinthians, so I had that pressure from since I was since I was born, you know? Yeah. But it was good. It was good to have, to have him with me, you know? He teach me a lot. He's my example with my idol, mm-hmm. you know? So... You grew up learning the game. Yes. Yeah. Learning. I was with him everywhere, every game.
1: So you saw what it took to be a pro yes. from the very beginning.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So on the friendly games that... He played on vacation. I was with him. And then when I grow a little bit, I think 13, 14 years old, they put me to play with them, you know, so I saw in person how hard it was, how hard it was <laughs> you know, yeah. and it was good. It was a, a very nice beginning. It was very nice. Like uh, my child, uh, my, my time as a child was, was amazing.
1: Yeah. So then you moved into playing at the pro level. Yeah. And you started playing at some of the highest levels of soccer in Brazil. Yeah. When you started playing for the national team, at what point in your career did you know, I'm going to make it? I'm good enough to play at this level.
0: I believe that when they called me to go to the national team, it was 2005. It was the best time of my life. How did you feel
1: when you got that phone call? Well.
0: Yeah. I felt like uh, I made it, you know. It's hard, yeah. you know. As a right back in Brazil, I had Cafu, mm-hmm. I had Michael, I had, uh, at that time, uh, Cicinho playing Real Madrid. So it was very hard to go to the national team. Yeah. But I did, you know, they called me, call me before, actually. So normally when people, because in Brazil, I, I think every, every, every country is the same, but in Brazil uh people do interview with the players at the, at, at the day they call on television yeah. the national team you know yeah. the, the 22 guys yeah so but they call me before and say so be prepared because you're going to go to the game and i was say oh my god i was <laughs> nervous you know but it was nice
1: it was very nice when you when you played in your first game as a pro
0: my first game as a pro bro yeah. was in Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo Futebol Clube. And I didn't eat. No breakfast, no lunch. You're so I was nervous. Nervous. <laughs> and I called my father and I say, Dad. What, what now? You? <laughs> yeah. What now? And he said, just enjoy it, man. Just enjoy. You work so hard you know to be there yeah. at this moment. So enjoy, enjoy the game. It was like that, I, uh, at this game, uh, they put me as a best best player at the game. Okay. And we lost like a 3-1. Okay. But for me
1: it was good. But not your fault. No, it was <laughs> not my fault.
0: Yeah, but it was good, it was good.
1: So when you look back on your career, because you retired, um, I think it was five years ago, six years five ago? Five years ago, yeah. yeah. So when you look back on your career, you played at some of the highest levels in Brazil. You played for the national team. But you never played for the World Cup national team. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you, you missed out? Like, are you okay now with the fact that you never played at that level?
0: I believe I was on that level. But the thing is, uh, the way I play my game, mm-hmm. you know, as a right back, it's hard to go to the national team because uh, on the national team uh, the midfielders and the uh, you know the forwards they are amazing always you know at my time it was Ronaldinho, Kaká uh, Rivaldo Ronaldo
1: mm-hmm.
0: only great players yep. so you don't need a right back offensive right back as I play you know okay so
1: you are more of a defensive right back. Huh? It's like you played more of a defensive. No,
0: team. I played more offensive.
1: Well, okay, right. So, so they needed the opposite.
0: Why, yeah. I had my, you know, my team, Sao Paulo, Fluminense. They needed right and left back offensive You know. Yeah. sides. As a, I played as a winger
1: yeah.
0: in Sao Paulo, Fluminense, right winger. So how i going to play on national team as a winger, it's hard. Right. You can see uh, Marcelo. You know Marcelo from mm-hmm. Real Madrid? Yep. Now he plays Fluminense. So he always very offensive. It's hard for him on the national team. He never did like as he did on, on, on Real Madrid. He never, they never gonna see Marcelo uh, on national team uh, the way they see Marcelo on Real Madrid, so, so he had to change the his style. Same. yeah. He yeah. changed his style, so I had to change my style. And
1: Were you comfortable doing that?
0: No, nah,
1: not really. So, you don't think you would have performed as well as you could,
0: yeah? No, I chose like I chose to, to play my game yeah. to enjoy my game. Probably if I change my, my style, mm-hmm. nah, it wasn't me, you know, yeah. That's why. So, that's why I don't feel like, well, I didn't make it because I wasn't that good. I didn't make it because I didn't change my, my, my style of okay. game. Yeah. That's why. If I could go back...
1: Would you do it differently?
0: I don't know. I really don't
1: know. The chance to play in a World Cup?
0: Yeah. Well, I couldn't change before the World Cup. And then when <laughs> it started, I go, I don't care. I go, I go play my style. But, yeah, it's hard to... I remember uh, I remember a time that I had a, I had a chance to go to play in Monaco, mm-hmm. in France. Mm-hmm. And then I spoke with the coach. The coach came to Brazil. I was in Fluminense. The coach came to me and he says, okay... We want you there, but you need to change your style. Yeah. You need to be more defensive, you know. There we play uh, a line of four. You have to be this guy, you know. Yeah. Right defender. Normally, you don't attack. You, you, you go until the, you know, half field, and then you have to
1: stop. And then yeah. I say. It's not your style. It's not my style, man. Yeah. Not my style did you Did you talk to your dad at the time about you know changing up your style the the risk of playing in the World Cup if it's not your style and not being able to do it the way you wanted to do it and no, I didn't okay
0: that maybe
1: was my mistake do you think he would have tried to convince you
0: I don't know. We never know now
1: do you find did you find growing up and then competing at the national level? having the pressure of your dad's legend did that ever affect you as a player as a person
0: it didn't affect me at all because well the thing is he 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 played in corinthians okay it was the 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 most how i say the most uh, corinthians in sao paulo was yeah. a derby you okay. know yeah. it was the hard it was it was very hard for me, as a son, as a Vladimir son, playing in São Paulo. Yeah. So people in Corinthians say, "What are you doing? You should play in Corinthians." So your 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 dad is an idol here. And then I say, "Yeah, this is now my life." And then at the beginning, was a little bit hard. And then after I start to play after my first game, then I show myself.
1: Yeah. And then. So you became your own man? Yeah. yeah. and like then Your own gone. player, your own person? Yes. Yeah. Like
0: my style is yeah. totally different. My father was defensive. Okay. My father, he, 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 he normally went to the attack, you know, score goals. But it's different. It's totally different.
1: Yeah. yeah. So when you got to that point and you were playing at the highest levels, then you came to Miami? Is that how, like, you were playing at the at the highest levels in Brazil, and then you made the shift to come play in Miami, is that...
0: Yeah, I play in Europe as well. In Europe as well. And Spain and Greece. Yeah. And then I I, I went back to Brazil. Okay. For five years. Yeah. And then I came to
1: Miami. Why did you make the move?
0: I made the move because I had already housing here, you know, and I was thinking about, I was thinking about to live in Miami, but... I didn't, you know, I didn't know that it was so soon. And then I had two kids. I was thinking about them, you know. Brazil is hard to live right now. And when I moved here, it was hard already. So, and then I, thinking about them,
1: I I say to
0: my wife, yeah, let's go to Miami. I will play there for, I don't know couple of years and then can retire in Miami because you know the lifestyle here is nice is uh, for the kids is amazing yeah. you know they can grow with the English There you can you know go everywhere and st- make a like a school here yeah. university this is what I taught
1: you have two kids I have two boy and girl boy and girl how Stella old? and Bernardo how yeah. old is uh, the boy The boy is nine. Nine. And the girl?
0: The girl is 12.
1: 12. Being your father's son, Mm -hmm. having a father who played at such a high level, and then you playing at such a high level, do you see your son going in that direction? Like following in his father's footsteps? Yeah, I see him. Yeah? Yeah, man. Is there advice that your father taught you that you want to share with your son?
0: Uh... My father, uh, he teach me how to be a man, you know? Mm-hmm. So be a soccer player was another thing. So this is what I, uh, I, want, to, I want to teach my son. To be a man, you know? With uh, values, uh, respect, you know? This is more important. If he will, if he will be a soccer player, it's on him. Depends so it's on up him. to him. hundred uh, percent. No pressure. No if, pressure at yeah. all, because it's hard, man. It's hard <laughs> because people well, you see. Yeah. People see only you know when you, when you get rich, when you party, but it's hard because you have to be, uh, be a part of your family, yeah. most of the time.
1: Okay, so tell me, what don't people know or see usually about soccer players? Because, like you said, they see the parties, they see the money, they see the travel, the luxury, the yeah. glamour. But behind the scenes, there's a lot it's, of things. It's tiring, there's sacrifice.
0: Actually, people don't see nothing. Yeah. They see, you know, just the good, the good view. <laughs> but can you imagine? Like, my family's in Brazil. Let, let's say that i still playing, right? And then, my dad can die there, my mom as well. Am I not with them, mm-hmm. you know? So, it, this is happened all the time. We travel everywhere to play, you know? I was thinking to stop to play when I was in Brazil, uh, because there is, there is some things that is priceless. Like, when you have a son or daughter, to see the first steps of them. Yeah. You know? And then, I remember my wife sending me a video of my daughter. She Look, the first step of Stella. And then I say, how I don't, I'm not there, you know? Hmm. This is this Fatherhood is, is very important. It is. Yeah. I don't know, there's some fathers that they don't give, you know, they don't yeah. care about it. Yeah. But I do. And then, I'm start to think to stop.
1: Is there something you've learned now as a father that you appreciate more about your own father? Yeah. Like my dad used to say to me, or still says to me all the time, he's like, one day when you have a son, you'll understand what I was saying or talking about.
0: Yeah, but people are different, you know? And I try to be to my son, to, to my children, what my father... W- the, he, he, he couldn't give to me.
1: What what couldn't he give you?
0: He was very professional. He was, you know, focused on his career. So I never played soccer. Never. Never is, you know, never is too much. But I played very few times soccer with my father. Really? When I was young, young.
1: Yeah.
0: And then people... People always say to me, nah, you learn with your father, of course. I do different with my son. I play with him like every, almost every day, mm-hmm. you know? But my, my my dad, he never played with me. And I understand that. And I, I'm not mad on him, never. Yeah. never. I know he loved me. He gave me everything that I have, you know, as a as a man, as a person. But I try to do different, like on tournaments when i was young my dad saw the games a few 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 times you know hmm. and i tried to do like last year my son is supposed to play a final of his tournament here in miami hmm. and the same day that my that the birthday of my dad you know
1: okay <laughs>
0: and then what i did
1: you went to your son's <laughs> tournament i left <laughs> dad i
0: love you <laughs> so much I love you, but I need to go, man. Yeah. Are you leaving? Yeah, man, I have to. I have to.
1: I can Yeah. So it seems like the things that, you know, your relationship with your father was good, but there is that missing element that you're trying to make sure exists with your children. Yeah. Sure. And it wasn't because he was bad. It was no. just because he was focused in a different direction. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And then I saw some, like, Documentaries that says that people who uh, people who live for the career, you know, as uh, Albert Einstein, I saw Albert Einstein, I reckon Aretha Franklin and Pablo Picasso. Yep, they are they are the same, the same. You know, focus on career so family is always second. Yes. you know, second plan, and that's why I think my my dad. You know, achieve like The highest level
1: Career first Career, yeah, first Do you feel that you Would you have played soccer if it wasn't for your dad? Do you think that you played soccer Because you wanted to impress your dad? No, never It was for you? Yeah Okay And that was always something that You know, you did it because you loved it You wanted to Yes Okay Yeah
0: I think that I uh, I think that I I was born with a gift, hmm. you know, maybe it's genetic, but I think that uh, uh, I was born with this gift to play soccer. And, and I did.
1: Hmm. I make it. So you moved to Miami, you're retired. Yeah. You're doing some coaching. Yeah. But you're also, you've got your hand in several other pots. You've yeah. got businesses and projects. Yeah. What do you got going on?
0: I build a, a, a sport, a sport that I say, that calls food table. Okay. Have you heard about it? Yep. Yeah. So I build this sport that is really nice, it's growing a lot in Brazil, that yeah. we play with a bowl and a table.
1: Is it the table kind of like the ping pong table? It's smaller. it's smaller. Smaller. Okay. Yeah.
0: You know like a table of a bar.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, just a square. Yeah. You know? Small one, one per one. And we play as a ping pong. The but ball with a soccer to, ball. With a soccer ball, yeah. <laughs> they ball have to hit the table. Yeah. And go to the opponent. You know? Yeah. If we if we play one against one, yeah. have uh from one to three touches yeah. to give you the ball back. Yeah. So the ball have to hit, and then you, you take the ball. Uh, it's a really nice game, fun game. It's growing a lot in Brazil. So
1: you started this? Yeah. Okay. I and did. it's growing? It's growing. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's growing. You see, this, you see this on the foot table in the Olympic Games. Trust me. Okay. This is our goal, because we have to dream, you know? We have to dream big. Yeah. If not, why should I do this?
1: Yeah. You so know, you're thinking long-term, you yes, wanna grow this game globally.
0: If, if we don't go to, to the Olympic games, we try it hard, yeah. you know? And then I have a, a company of clothing in Brazil, mm-hmm. Brandy calls the Saint Mafia. Okay, It's really nice as well. I love like, a, you know, this kind of style
1: crazy it's a dope style
0: fashion fashion <laughs> shows yeah when, when you know sometimes i call neymar and then i say bro there is a fashion week in paris i need to see some stuff because bro why is this burning i have some ideas nice you and I you and
1: neymar are close yeah very close yeah. you're very close yeah what's that relationship like
0: like a brother bro like yeah. a brother yeah
1: I how did him. it start
0: yeah i met, i was playing in brazil 2005 and then i had a friendly game in santos was his city he started on santos and he was 12. i was playing with a with a soccer cleats yeah. that before the world cup uh ronaldo uh, is supposed to play with the yellow nike soccer cleats and then they send to Ronaldo, probably to Brazil, a uh, wrong size of the cleats. <laughs> and then they had only this one. When I met the guy, because I was sponsored by Nike, and then I say to the guy, I'll oh, give it to me, come on. Then I say, all right, I give it to you. So I was the only one who has these this, yeah. this, <laughs> this cleats before the World <laughs> Cup, you know, the yellow one. Yeah. Everybody said, no, give it to me. You know, the other players. They asked Nike to send to to them. And then I said, I can't, I can't. So why, Gabriel? I don't know. I don't (laughs) know. You know? And then he came to the the locker room after the friendly game. And he asked me for the shoes. Can you give me these shoes? And then I told him, I can't. I have only these yellow shoes. But I present him the guy, the Nike guy, you know? to send him clothes and, and and cleats and everything that that's why we met the first and then we became friends after friends like a, yeah 5 years he you know
1: he became he, the neymar that people know R. R. now yeah. yeah and then after but when, you always knew
0: I, yeah 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 when i met him when you know when i met him later i told him bro now my contract with Nike is, you know, ending. <laughs> so we try to please send me some stuff. <laughs> send me whatever you want. And I say, of course. You remember that cleats that you gave me? Yeah. <laughs> it's in on my, my house. So we have a very good relationship.
1: Um. So for anyone who's watching on video, we had to to do some lighting adjustments. So yeah. Thanks for bearing with us. Um. But you were talking about. The sensation—how you're never going to feel that again. Yeah. That sensation. When you lose that, sometimes you lose yourself. Yeah. How did you? How did you work? How did you reconcile that? How did you deal with it?
0: Uh, this is a very important question because most of the players, I believe that. No. Most of the players, but I know a lot of them that felt like, felt like the pressure, you know, the pressure.
1: Yeah. Depression. Depression. Okay. Yeah. because they finished. Yeah.
0: Because you can't find, you can't find nothing to give you the same sensation. My dad suffered with that for sure. He never,
1: he never said it.
0: He never said it. But I, a hundred percent. hundred percent. And this is hard, man. I try to find, I try to, not to, to put on my kids, this responsibility to take this, you know, out of me. But I try with them to, to help me. You understand what I mean? Yep.
1: I try to. Did you feel what? depressed?
0: <clears throat> no, I don't. Hmm. I don't. I I miss a lot. Hmm. I I I dream. I I have a dream, like. no almost every night, but. Too many times that I'm I'm changing my clothes, you know, at the at the locker room. Hmm. And and playing, practicing, is crazy. This is very
1: crazy. So you're, a part of you still holds on to yeah that life. I believe so. What advice would you give other soccer players who've retired or finished playing, and are missing it and are struggling with it?
0: This is the thing. I can't give any advice because I I didn't find myself yet. You understand what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, normally, I heard before to stop to play that you have to be prepared. You have to prepare yourself like five years before to stop. But you can prepare. It's it's like a if like it's like a if you're gonna die, or if you're gonna lose someone from your family. It still hurts. I know. I know there is my. I don't know my. My mom have a cancer, you know. She's going to die. I don't know when, but maybe in two years, maybe three. I know that she's going to die. And when she die, it's going to hurt the same, yeah. you know. Yeah. So this advice is, is hard to give because I really don't know. If I knew, it was much easier for me.
1: Is coaching... Something you do to stay connected to the game Sorry, coaching uh-huh. so is coaching something that you do right now to stay connected to soccer?
0: Yeah, I think everything that i you know do with, with soccer, like including the the friendship with the soccer players, I'm always watching games you know yeah. live on on the stadiums you know uh, make these connections live yeah you know but it's hard it is hard it is hard and then i know that my son is going to feel the same this is crazy yeah you know but i never going to him say about this? Huh?
1: do you talk to him about no, this no yeah
0: he's too young yeah. he's too young he don't going to understand now he just want to go i want to be a soccer player but and then, okay. And then we, you know, my friends. We went to uh, Neymar's house. We spent a week on the vacation. Now, yeah. in summertime in Brazil. And we spent a week there. Can you imagine? He was like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> Come on, Neymar, let's play soccer. And he was injured. We couldn't play with him. Yeah. But we did the practice together. You know, at the at the football field. Yeah. And he was like, uh, you know, kicking the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's a dream.
1: That must be an incredible experience for him. Yeah. And I imagine for your son, playing with Neymar is what it was like for you playing with some of your, your dad's teammates.
0: Yes. yes, yes, yes. So when I was young, I used to play with Rivelino. Uh, I don't know if you remember him, mm-hmm. but Rivelino, so huge players that played with him on national, Zico, mm-hmm. on national team. So it was like amazing. Ademir Guia, another huge player in Brazil. When I, I remember when I, after, you know, I went to school the day after, And I was saying to my friends, I was with this one, this one, and <laughs> I said, oh my God, I don't believe that, no. I'm gonna <laughs> tell to my dad. Yeah, it was a very nice time.
1: So okay, I got I got one more question for you. If you can go back in time Hello, and talk, man. To, and you talk always with go I,
0: back in time. We can't do
1: that. But what advice would you give young Gabriel?
0: A young Gabriel.
1: Yeah. What advice would you give your younger self?
0: I believe that to be more malleable. How to To be more. To be more flexible. Yeah. Hmm. With everything. More flexible.
1: And if younger Gabriel walked into this room, looked at you, and heard your story, would he be proud of who you are today? Uh,
0: in general. Sure, yeah. Uh, the mission, the, the, the purpose that i have in my life this this purpose i believe that he'll be proud of me like to help people this is one of the things that i that i feel that is my mission you know
1: yeah.
0: this one and if he don't like it <laughs> to hell man this is me <laughs> this is this is 100% me so but I believe that probably this uh, you'd be proud yeah yeah yeah
1: amazing I need to help
0: people man this is my mission
1: huh. well Gabriel thank you so much for coming I thank you man thank you for sharing your story with me
0: it's nice because you know you make me remember things that I can't forget but it's nice to remember yeah yeah
1: well i'm glad that you you felt comfortable to to share your story and uh you're an awesome person man just keep doing what you're doing thank you man keep helping the people that you want to help and i'm pretty sure younger version would be proud of the man that's sitting here today
0: and the future
1: version will look back and be proud of what you're doing for your future self and for your children and your family so Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for your time. Thank you for talking to me. And I really appreciate it. And I, hope, I wish you nothing but success. And I can't wait to see that game in the Olympics. What's it called? Foot table. Foot table. Yeah. Foot table will be in the Olympics. Which Olympics? Pick one.
0: I what don't year? know. Um, after, uh, not the next. But the one after. One after. Okay. Let's see.
1: I believe it. I'm going to work on that. Thank thank you you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.